Welcome to the OC Bombers Podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hi, Scotty. How are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, sir? Fantastic. Number 51. 51. Wow, wow. we're almost caught up to my age. <laughs> Fun. We'll get there good soon. Times. <laughs> good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. Oh, what? Already? I swear Charlie. he stands out here outside of my house just waiting. Wow. Got a big announcement coming up here, buddy. Listening. What, what is it? I have no idea. We now have over 2,300 total Holy listens. Holy cow. Woohoo! How about that? Thank you all for listening. Keep sharing the link, wow. commenting, All around the world. Do whatever. Just spread the word. Listen. That's awesome. All right, so do you you have something for 51? Or are we Sh- skipping that? No, are we skipping oh, what? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> so from April 2014, this is the album by Ray LaMontagne called Supernova. Do you know? Do you ever hear, you ever hear Ray LaMontagne? Ray LaFontaine? Isn't La- he from Greece? Yes, exactly. No? This is LaMontagne. Okay. Anyway, more importantly than that, this was a, another introduction to uh, Dan Arbach for me. He produced the album of Dan Arbach of um, Black Keys fame. I got, I got turned on by him from this album, and I've been a big, big Ray Lamontagne time fan. It's a good album. Um, 2014, go listen to it. Hey, all right. And speaking of listening to, last week- I know, I had a, a heavy, a heavy um, recommendation. A heavy recommendation to the Montgomery clan. Right. I listened to Jenny Lewis on the Spotify last week. Okay. You made some comments about being kind of hauling Oatsy with some stuff going on there. Yeah. I don't think you have any clue what Hall and Oates ever did. <laughs> and they had some 70s, you know, stuff going on, but they write melodies. Always have a good good hook in their songs whether you like them or not. If you if you would say Fits in the Tantrums first album had a Hall and Oates kind of vibe to it, I'd say yeah, I, I can see that. But Jenny Lewis, That's I would prefer not, not Jerry Lewis. I, Hey, lady. I would prefer, I would prefer <laughs> hey, Jerry. If Jerry was singing this stuff, it would be uh, better. Because it's very blah, generic, singer-songwriter, semi-depressive drivel. That, but that's, there that's are, uh, to be fair, there are a couple of poppy tunes out there with some hooks. I don't think you're being fair to the album, but it's okay. Well, no, I listened and um, I give this um, the finger. Wow. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for sharing your I, like. It's I, okay. I, you know, you you told me you were going to talk about it. I had another recommendation for you this week, but I, I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about it because um, <laughs> <laughs> I will never talk to you again about my recommendation. I will. I'll get over it next week. I'll talk. I'll, I'll be talking about music again. It's okay. I'm All over. right, but I, I listen, have thick skin when it comes to this stuff. You know that. <laughs> even though, yeah, even though your music is a little different, I still love you. Don't I, worry. I love it. you too. You know what? To that point, I am going. I'm, I'm going. I have a shot. Of, I have the shot of moonshine in my hand here. Oh, do do some Uncle Joe's moonshine. All it's right. still there. It's still there, and um, it's it's not going away. <laughs> is it is it solidifying into a hard candy no. that people over eighty might enjoy? I don't know. It's uh, no, it's it's stable. It's like kind of um. Okay. <laughs> All right. Salute. Salute. Oh my god, mm, oh. my bourbon's good. Oof. All right, a little more feedback yes. from last week's 50th episode. We got a congratulations on hitting the half-century episode mark from our favorite tester, Sachita. Yes, I, I, so I did see that. Sachita. Thank you, Sachita. That was really nice. Thank you. I did see... And, go ahead. Okay. 
No, no. On on the Facebook machine, uh, your sisters. I I don't think they're trolling me. I th- I think they're giving me information. They're putting a lot of memes on there. Mm-hmm. And one of them, because uh, I was talking about just eating while we're all sheltering in place during the pandemic. That's correct. And her little meme, or meme, depending on who you are, <laughs> it says you're bored, not hungry. Okay. And I'm thinking, what's to me, what's the difference? Because it's kind of the same thing to me, but, eh, you know, whatever. Appreciate that. Um, I'm not sure which sister sent it to you, but I know it's Deborah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, speaking of, uh, I did see some, uh, speaking of uh, your, your, the Montgomery clan threw my name out there also about the liquid citri- uh, circus peanut syrup. Did you oh, see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, the soda pop or whatever it was. Ooh. Oh. Um, that- by the way, we still have the uh, circus peanuts in the in the house, and um, I figure they're going to you know, outlast the pandemic here, so they're good forever, right? They're like Twinkies. And, uh, <laughs> but the, we haven't eaten them. I, 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 that first week I was into them, now it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I got to get you the circus peanut jello recipe. Well, then can't, it'll can't wait. last forever. <laughs> it'll be great. Now, Neil, I'm a little sad. What's because- that? Because... At this time of the year, middle of April, we should be doing our 2020 Summer Movie Madness episode. This but is true. <laughs> with the pandemic and all the movie theaters shut down, it's mm. it's going to be. Uh, I don't think people are going to the movies for a little while. So I, 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 would, I would. A little sad. I would agree with that. So how are you, how, how are you doing with the uh, shelter in place and the whole? Uh, um, I'm doing world. okay. I'm watching a lot of uh, classic <clears throat> movies on Turner Classics since I got that back. But the, I did see something about social distancing. Okay. And this doctor said, please stop calling it social distancing. The World Health Organization says, please call it physical distancing. Okay. <laughs> because it has a negative connotation. We still want people to be social, social and interact with each other, you know, at a safe distance over Zoom, Skype, whatever, over the interwebs. Uh-huh physical distancing not social we still need to be social and you agree with this this is scott montgomery saying this we need to be social no i i agreed <laughs> i agree with that doctor okay. um yeah just call it physical distancing because everybody keeps calling it social distancing I, so i want to be that I, person who says something different i have yes. i have seen that distinction so the ocb um podcast endorses physical distancing. physical distancing so um so what's going on you and kelly i mean me you and kelly having fun out during during the uh yeah she she makes me wear a mask all the time (laughs) lisa and i playing a lot of uh backgammon and uh and we get pretty it's 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 like it's like it's like ocb versus cbt out there we hate we we get pretty ugly (laughs) with each other when we're playing (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome and um yeah so it's been that's been a lot of fun but uh tomorrow guess what is uh Lisa and my 35th anniversary, wedding anniversary, oh. April 14th. Imagine that. 35 years. Congratulations. Wow. 35 years of wedded bliss. That woman deserves a medal. She does. And uh, like your friend Ed Bates said, you outkicked your coverage. Oh. You did a great job on finding a spouse and a life partner. Yeah. Uh, How about I, I, that? Did, 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 did the whole po- whole podcast community go, ah? Uh, uh, hopefully. Linda might be crying right, right now. I don't know. <laughs> now, do you think um, with this whole pandemic thing going on that this is the end of handshakes and high fives? 
I will say in the short term, yes, and we'll see how it goes in the long term. Because there's going to be jerks like me that's going to be like, you know, in, in about five years and stuff like that. It's like, come on, let's high five, you know. <laughs> come on, bring it in. Well, because I think we're in that Gen X range where we're like, yeah, whatever, come yeah. here, bring it in. Right. I I I do think in a short I do I do think in a short term yes it will be um we will have a lot less uh touching with handshakes which which really hurts me but I love <laughs> hugging people I do too actually <laughs> I prefer that over a handshake a, a hug yeah bring uh, it in well I sp- you, you I, know the, I have the circle so that's not many people that would get that in and I do especially now that now you the hug I could touch yeah the, with the Shio pet head I can um you know um, Oh did you get my picture? I did get the picture of the uh, of, of Scott so I, did, I have I have a living I have proof that Scott is um has some hair growth that he does look like a Shio pet does uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll put that on the uh, Facebook machine soon. And it's 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 a great mugshot. Also, I don't. It, look, it looks like you've been in San Antonio prison for for about ten years. <laughs> Johnny oh, Johnny Cash would, uh, has, has nothing on you. <laughs> All right, let's get on to this week's topic of okay. the podcast. We're going to talk about magazines. I know there's a lot of online magazines. We're going to talk about the real printed magazines. Some old school stuff. Old Ma- school, old school stuff. new school. There are still magazines being printed. So I, th- I want to kick it off to one of my first memories of a magazine. Okay. Highlights magazine. Sure. So this is for kids. And the yeah. biggest thing I remember from Highlights is Goofus and Gallant. Right. Goofus always did the wrong thing in a situation. And Gallant... Did the right thing. Right. And I always thought Gallant, he had a little superiority complex uh, uh-huh. that, over Goofus there. Uh, now, I, now, did you, uh, did you get that delivered to your house or did you, uh, have to go, t- we had to go to the, no. we had the doctor's office, we had to get that from, to read those. Right, right. It, it was like a quote unquote special treat. Oh, I got to go to the dentist. Oh, I get to read highlights though. But they were all, everybody, everybody wrote in them. So you couldn't like, the, all the puzzles were done and stuff like that. It was no good. No, no matter what magazine it is at a doctor's office, somebody has always done half of all the puzzles, exactly. crosswords or whatever, and it's just annoying. I agree. No, I do. Highlights does remind me of, of the old doctors, and um, being young, I did like that as well, yes. But what's di- now, what's di- different in the pictures, those type of things were in there, right? Oh, yes. Right. Spot five differences. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, did you ever get Dynamite Magazine? No, I have no idea what that was, and I um, what is that? Well, this was, I remember this from elementary school, the scholastic book orders. Yeah, sure. Where like once every other month or so you could order books. Right. And this was another kids magazine. It was a bunch of drivel. You know, it would have uh, like Sean Cassidy on the cover or the Hardy Boys or Donnie and Marie, right. whoever, the, you know, the pop culture so, sensation was right. at the moment. Filled with a couple facts, some puzzles, games, but everybody had to get dynamite. So that was Especially, uh, that was probably in the, the 70s. In the 60s, that was like Tiger and Tiger Beat. That, that kind of... Uh, oh, that, right. So that's definitely for the tween right, crowd, right. Tiger Beat, right? With uh, David Cassidy right, and everybody. Right. That, that's my, my sister had that growing up. So it sounds like, the same, sounds like the same genre. Well, Dynamite was geared a little more towards younger kids than gotcha. Tiger Beat. Tiger Beat was trying to get, you know, the the awakening uh, pituitary <laughs> gland going, I think. Yes. Bobby Sherman. <laughs> Bobby Sherman. Easy come, easy go. That's a great song. Uh, another magazine yes. that uh, Bud would get when we were growing up was Time Magazine. Okay. 
the only thing I really liked in Time Magazine, you know, because it's filled with uh-huh. like real news sure, and sure. journalist type stuff, mm-hmm. was the back, the entertainment section. That was the first place I got to read anything about what may happen in the Empire Strikes okay. Back. <laughs> and I was fascinated by that. That was before I the loved that. few kids at home, that was before the interweb. <laughs> way, way before the interweb. Yes. And then um, we also had a subscription to National Geographic. Okay, so let's fess up to it. You you looked at the naked the naked lead, the naked woman from uh, African tribes. I I have written down in my notes <laughs> National Geographic equals boobs because that would be the first thing you would look of for. Course. Sure, there would be cool things about you know stars and solar systems. We're all boys. We're all twelve year old boys. Right. <laughs> right, you know, and uh, other fascinating things in science. But no, flip through real quick. Oh, there's some boobs. All right, next. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, and yeah. then um, Bud was in the uh, medical field okay. uh, as I was growing up, and he subscribed to the Journal of American Medicine Association or something. Okay. It was called JAMA, J-A-M-A. And we would look through that <clears throat> just for all the diseased body parts. Okay. <laughs> because it was things about, you know, what's happening in the medical field right. today. Here's this disease. Uh-huh. Here's this operation. And it was just kind of fascinating <laughs> to see weird body parts. Yeah. Pictures. Pictures. Oh, yes. Great. I'm a visual guy. I understand. So did, have you, did you have, have you subscribed to any magazines yourself? Um, in the late eighties and early nineties, I subscribed to Rolling Stone. Oh, really? I think as part of, as part of BMG Music Club or uh-huh. something. Um, now I never really liked, uh, the music they were trying to hawk in there. Sure. They were very, very snobby about what kind of music should sure. be cool. Sure, sure, of course. And, you know, yeah. But I, I kept getting it and I Why think you're I describing would me? it for free, but yeah. <laughs> So I I know you. Do you still subscribe? To I am. Uh, I I have been a uh, Rolling Stone subscriber since 1970, 1979. So yes, I and I'm still a subscriber. It's really transformed over the years. But I still here's an interesting fact. I have every year and in review from Rolling Stone magazine since 1985, the year we got year I got married. So uh, all those years I've, I've I have in a box. I've saved them all. So, so they have like a year in review of music and pop culture and stuff like that. So um, you know what's going to be great is someday your kids are going to go through your and throw it out possessions and say, <laughs> "What the heck? Why did Dad keep this?" And either burn it or throw it out. Yeah. No, well, uh, you know what? Lisa doesn't know this yet, but tomorrow tomorrow we're going to go through all. Oh, you remember 1986 sleep when Madonna had that? Uh... <laughs> oh, a little walk down memory lane. I'm sure that framed by music. <laughs> Listen, That's we, awesome. Well, it's also pop culture. We have nothing else to do. For, I mean, what, what are we going to do? It's, you know, we have a lot of time on our hands. Maybe we'll break it out and go year by year. <laughs> right. You're sheltering in place. You're being good uh, citizens. Right. <laughs> All right. Now, I, I do have to bring this one yes, up. Yes, sir. The entertainment magazine for men, Playboy. Uh-huh. So this was around, you know, in the, what, late 50s through 70s, 80s. And, you know, it's been around. I don't, I don't know if they still publish or not. But here's here's my Playboy story. And yes, it's PG. Okay, good. Maybe PG-13. So as the way my parents tell this story in <laughs> north central Pennsylvania. Drink. Okay, so I was, I was born in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I was a toddler there, so probably between two and three years old. And the whole family, n- no Jill yet. So mm-hmm. the original family. The original family. The, f- the, f- the four of us. <laughs> We were at the grocery store, uh-huh. and 
I wandered off and dad was like, oh, we got to find the boy. Mm -hmm. So mom goes one way with the cart and she finds me in the magazine section laying on the floor on my stomach with the centerfold of Playboy spread out, (laughs) just sitting there looking at it. And dad says, mom sees me, looks down and just keeps walking right by me, not wanting to acknowledge that my three-year-old son is looking at Playboy. You are a healthy three-year-old boy. Toddler, inquisitive. I have a healthy appreciation of the female form. I understand. And the, so, and the articles are great. <laughs> and the jokes. Oh, my gosh. Those jokes in there are hilarious. But I but guess. Yes. I don't know. All right. So the, the other fun magazine at a doctor's dentist office, of course, is People magazine, yes. right? Yes. But it's always like, Which, it's always like you know, a year old of People magazine in the doctor's office also. Right. Hey, Princess Die. It's like, okay, come on. This is old. Now, another great magazine that I do subscribe to is Frederick Magazine. Have you ever received Frederick Magazine or read Frederick Magazine? I have. When we we first moved to – when we moved to Urbana years ago – the Alexander, is a, a, as a welcome gift, gave, uh, gave us a subscription to uh, Frederick Magazine. So, yes. I, I really do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a Where Are They, where people take pictures with the magazine on their vacations. Sure. There's a lot of hi- great historical articles in there. Mm-hmm. There's some social things. It's a great little mix. But, but the fun thing is in the front, the editor, who I know, writes a nice little column. And I always imagine old John Boy's voice from the beginning of the Waltons. Uh-huh. Whenever I read that, I always hear that voice in my head. Okay. <laughs> so so maybe let's let's take a break and then maybe um, maybe we can get Guy on the phone and uh, chat him up. All right, bit. we'll talk we'll talk about we'll talk about we'll talk about the magazine business specifically Frederick magazine, okay? Or we'll just uh, grill him about other stuff. Oh yeah, we'll just talk to him. <laughs> All right, we'll be back Bye-bye. after this. Have you ever been yelled at in a football stadium bathroom to trim your nose hair? Do you ever look in the mirror and see a jungle-like growth coming from your nose? Or, worse yet, has your significant other ever leaned over to yank out an unsightly nose hair, measure it, take a picture, and then post it on Facebook? Then you need the OCB Nose Hair Trimmer. Hi, I'm Neil from the OCB Podcast. Take it from me, no one wants to see a garden growing out of your nose. That's why I use the OCB Nose Hair Trimmer. Introducing the OCB Nose Hair Trimmer. It's made in America and has a unique ergonomically shaped handle to allow you to really get deep into the nostril to cut away the thicket of hair growing from within. I really love the unisex design. It's so comfortable. Anyone can use it. Just call 1-800-OCB-NOSE to place your order. Hey, can this be used for manscaping? That's 1-800-OCB-NOSE now. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. Heard in over 22 countries on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. All right, so before the break, we were talking about magazines, and I kind of name-dropped a friend of mine who's in the magazine business. He grew up in uh, Baltimore, so we can talk to him a little bit about that. Please welcome to the OCB podcast, 
Mr. Guy Fletcher. Thank you very much. Welcome, Guy. Welcome, welcome to the OC Podcast. Thank you. Oh, it's I, I, an I, honor. I, I know you're an avid listener. Yes, I am. <laughs> very good. First time, long time. <laughs> uh, please don't ask a question and hang up because I don't know if I can get you back on the phone. <laughs> well, I was going to turn down the sound on my radio. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Now, uh, Guy and I, there's a picture of Guy and I in the early to mid nineties holding babies, which I, which I think is, uh, Guy and I's first interaction. Correct. Really? Uh, uh, like with the barracks. Oh my gosh. That's right. And, uh, so Guy Guy and I kind of flew in the same circles for a couple years and then I don't know, moved away or whatever. And then we, Uh we reconnected. I don't know what, like eight, nine years ago for trivia. Yes. And boy, do we love the trivia. Go ahead, Neil. You guys are on the same team, is that correct? Trivia. Yes. And the name of the team is what? Comfortably Dumb. Comfortably. With no B at the end. No B. (laughs) Please don't put the B on there. So guys, areas of expertise, which I think he's said before, uh, don't, don't question him on Titanic. The U.S. space program, Olympics, U.S. Yeah. presidents, and is World's Fair? Is that true? And, and the America's Cup. The, oh, and that's America. right. <laughs> I have a very narrow um, uh, area of expertise. Well, listen, I was I was thinking about our team the other day because we haven't played in a while, and then we did it online. If we were to make like a batting lineup, like what do you think our lineup would be? Because I would probably put you clean up and Charles third because you know third you know you don't because Charles has got his area of expertise and yeah. I, I'd put but you there is, we all overlap too much though we all we all know the same things who's the scrappy who's the scrappy player that's going to lead off <laughs> you know, the, guy, the guy that's going to stretch that signal into a double to get somebody running you know scrum oh, we, we have two or three guys who could probably do that <laughs> right. If yeah, it's yeah, yeah. if it's Hall and Oates or Star Wars, I'm uh, you know I'm throwing my name out there. But guy, Scott's an excellent player. <laughs> uh, I uh, very strong I, in all things Yinzer. <laughs> anything Steelers? What? It's Pittsburgh. He he knows all of Western PA pretty well. He gotcha. And uh, guy, gr- growing up, you. Uh, grew up in Baltimore, correct? Right, yeah, just south of Baltimore, in a little town called Pasadena. 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 And you worked at a deli, right? Yes, I, I worked in an Italian deli when I was in high school and college. So, uh, were you a sandwich artist, or? <laughs> Before the days of a sandwich artist, I was a sandwich <laughs> artist. What, what was your favorite? What was what, what was the, the specialty? The Italian specialty there was a kind of a. We had a great Italian cold cut sub, which I still make to this day. Oh, very good. Oh, I had that at a tailgate. Oh, yeah, oil and dinner. No mayonnaise, please, yeah. Now, see, that's that's where I always give Guy a hard time, because I would put mayo on anything. And he would not let me put it on his sandwich. Yeah, mayo is fine on a chicken sandwich, but not on an Italian sandwich. I would agree with that, yeah. Growing up in Baltimore, of course, you love the Orioles. yes. I, I love the Orioles. My first baseball game was at Memorial Stadium. Now batting Bobby, 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 Bobby. Gritch, Gritch, Gritch. Ah, so do you prefer the t- nickname Birds or O's or do you not care? That's an interesting question. I've never really pondered that, but I would imagine I prefer Birds over O's. I, 
I really do too. I, God, I'm an, do I have a vote? Well, sure, because you are an Orioles fan, Neil, after you dump the Mets. So go ahead. That's correct. I did dump the Mets in that. I, 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 prefer, the, I, I prefer the birds. The birds That's of good. Baltimore. I can hear Chuck Thompson saying that. By the way, Neil, one of my very good friends, one of my college roommates, is a huge Mets fan. So I, I know the words to meet the Mets. And <laughs> <laughs> you want to sing, you, you can sing it now. I'm not going to sing it. I'm not, I, I do all the words that also, but that's when I became a baseball fan when the Mets played the Orioles. Oh, uh, unfortunate. Mets. It was oh, what a what a great. And, and then I ended up becoming an avid Orioles fan, which is really weird. But it was um, that yeah, that turned that turned me into a baseball freak. That that, ser- that that World Series. One of the ironies of that series is one of the heroes for the Mets was Ron Swoboda, who actually sure. went to college at the University of Maryland. Oh. I did not know that. Yeah, he was a terrorist. Traitor. So there you go. I did not know that. Ed, Ed, I, I, I had breakfast with Ed Crinkle. He, he came to my synagogue for a Sunday a Sunday Men's Club meeting. When wow. The original Met. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Now, Neil and Guy were both at my 50th birthday party two years ago. Did you guys interact at all there or not? We probably met that evening. What a soiree it was, though. It, it, it was a big soiree. I, I, I oh. do not remember. It was, it was at a brew pub, and I don't remember, uh, I guess I drank too much brew. It started, there was music outside, right? Oh, yeah, our, our band was playing, yes. Yeah, the band played, and yes. then we went in, it was, that was quite a part. The, wow. And we didn't even have the podcast then, otherwise we would have done a show. It was there for live, uh, coulda, coulda, woulda. If Guy's voice sounds familiar to all our listeners out there, you probably have heard it at Frederick's <laughs> Oktoberfest, serving you beer or brats or something, right? Yes, uh, I'm a member of the Rotary Club of Carroll Creek, and we're the we are the the organization that uh, runs Oktoberfest at, at, oh. at fairgrounds. So Neil, if if you, you have several years, if you haven't gotten it by now, Neil, guy is kind of a big deal. He's a big. He's, 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 like, he's like Mr. Frederick. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he knows the future mayor of Frederick, John Alexander, of course. So, uh, he, might, he might need you for PR work. <laughs> Me and the current mayor actually go way back. I knew him thirty some years ago. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah, we were, we were both right out of college, working small town newspaper and radio gigs a long, long, long time ago. So, what's it like running the Frederick Magazine? I mean, what's what's your day like? Um, well, these days are a lot different than they normally are. <laughs> uh, uh, we're, um, I'm doing a lot of stuff remotely, like most of the world is right now from my home. Sure. I do go, because we're media and we are classified as essential, I can go to the office. Uh-huh. I try to limit it because I just don't want to be around a lot of people. Well, sure. right. So what I try to do is if I do need to go in the office, I go in very early in the morning. Like today I was there at like seven this morning, worked for two or three hours and I came home before the risk of running into other humans uh, yes. came into play. But no, it's a great job in any environment. You know, I always tell people that, you know, I was a kid, all I ever wanted to be was a writer and now I get to do it for a living. So, you know, there's, it's, it's pretty good. I'll, I'll- be, uh, all Neil ever wanted to do was talk and have people listen to him. So that's why this podcast exists. We're all living our dreams. Yay! <laughs> and, and, fantastic. and Guy, Frederick Magazine just kills Hagerstown Magazine, right? Oh, exactly. Well, you know, it's, it's a different market, you know, different publications. You know, Frederick Magazine, I, I've been doing this now for 11, almost 12 years. Uh, I came as an editor. It was a... It was a very different magazine 12 years ago. It was strictly what we call a lifestyle magazine, very heavily in the arts. 
Right. Very, you know, garden club tours, these kind of things. Very, very light, I would say. My oh. background before was a magazine. I was a newspaper reporter well, for a long part of my career. So one thing I've been trying to do is bring some more sort of tougher news coverage into the magazine. Yes, so, um, you do, that's, too. That's where I think it's a little bit different um, than most lifestyle magazines that serve communities. So we're sort of a, a unique animal. My, my assistant is also a former newspaper person. Okay, so we, we both have this um, sort of this different look at it than most magazine editors do. Did you learn everything about editing from Lou Grant? Yes. <laughs> yeah, including the uh, fashion. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I regularly wear a short sleeve dress shirt with a tie. Awesome. The shirt <laughs> yeah. sleeves all year and, round. And, and, and the visor. I like wearing a visor. Oh. <laughs> and I smoke a cigar openly in the office. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. <laughs> Sexually harass everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very, it's very, it's very like 1973. It's, yeah. Hey, I, I would really like if Fre- if Frederick Magazine had one of those folded in the back pictures like Mad Magazine. You know where it's two pictures and then you fold it and it's one. I would love that. Uh, we've actually discussed a lot of things over the years, and that has come up from time to time <laughs> about doing a man. It's very difficult to design, yes. but um, it would be fun to do it at least once. But those bad uh, magazine writers are—they're—they're on—they're um, out of work, so you might be able to pick them up. Yeah, I know. I—I'm I, not big on doing theme issues, but if. Okay. If I ever did like a Mad Magazine, that that would be pretty much the, the peak of my career. Uh, I would love that. Or Neil, a magazine article about podcasts. I mean, geez, come on, right? Yeah. <laughs> what, what better? How about local podcasts? <laughs> of which there are several now, which is great. There are a lot, yeah. All right, guy, let's give you a quiz, Mister Trivia. Here, awesome. let's let's. Uh, we're going to give you five questions, and if you listen to the podcast. The Falkenstein rule is in effect. We're going to ask you a question and give you four possible answers, and then you will give your answer. Okay, so I do get multiple guests. That's nice. You do? We we, we, we like the audience to play at home as well. All right, question number one. Number one. Everybody remembers Neil Armstrong's first words on the moon. (laughs) What were... Edwin Buzz Aldrin's first words on the moon. Were they, at last, another man, another step, beautiful view, or, oh my God, what is that thing? (laughs) I actually have no idea what this is. Um, uh, What was the first one again? At last. I'm going to go with A, at last. At last is incorrect. It is beautiful view. Wow. And actually, uh, Pete Conrad on the second man mission uh, to the moon, his first words were, whoopee. Yes, I heard that. I was like, oh my goodness. I think at some point Buzz said something like, something magnificent desolation or something like that. Yes. Beautiful desolation. I did know that. I didn't know what his first words were. (laughs) All right, question number two. All right, Mr. Trivia's 0 for 1 here. Yes. No no pressure, though. When the Orioles won the 1983 World Series, it took them only five games. Who pitched the only game that they lost? Was it Storm Davis, Scott McGregor, 
Jim Palmer or Mike Boddicker? Okay, um, game one that year. Oh, I love, we're breaking it down. This is great. Okay. Game one that year. I'm, um, okay, I'm going to do a little work here. I don't, it's definitely not Palmer. Palmer was on a rehab assignment that year. He actually pitched in Hagerstown that year for a little bit. Oh, right. Yes. And, um, he, um, he was not very good. He, he did get the win in game four, I think, and a relief effort. Um, uh, Boddicker, hold on to him for a second. I don't think it was Storm Davis, and I don't think it was him. I'm, I'm torn between Boddicker and who was who was the other one you gave me? Scott McGregor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, McGregor won game game five, the deciding game, and he won a complete game. I remember that. It was like a, was like a six-hit shutout. He was amazing. Um, you like this breakdown, Neil? Uh, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, uh, great. But, you know, game one... But you're I'm gonna I'm gonna say um, Mike Boddicker. Mike Boddicker is incorrect. It was, it was Scott McGregor. Yes, he was. I had it down to one of those two. Yeah, dang it. Yeah, he pitched uh, and lost game one, two to one to the Phillies, and then he won the fifth game to clinch it up. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so guy, uh, if you think back, I don't know if you do this, but Scott and I um, in the podcast studio, we drink out of Oreo glasses that my friend John Stockton gave <laughs> nice. to us. And I have a Storm Davis glass that I drink out of. Do you know what number was Storm is Storm Davis as a bonus? Mm. I'm gonna guess like around twenty six or twenty seven around there. No, he's 30, 34. Yeah, yeah I, here's here's one thing I do remember about those guys back then. Um they all had nicknames. Um um Palmer was Cy old. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Boddicker was Cy Young. Storm Davis was Cy Future. Nice. He, of course, he never won a Cy Young award, but they, they all had Cy names, nicknames on the team. All right. Wow. Question number three. Yes. What is not another name for a hero sandwich? Is it <laughs> Torpedo, Hoagie, Grinder, or Submarine? So which one is not a nickname for a hero sandwich? Um, okay, this is, this is going to be nuanced because obviously a hoagie could be a could be could, okay. Submarine hero and grinder, I think are all suitable. Torpedo is a type of bread actually that you could use to make a sub. Right. So I'm going to say my, it's my head's gonna explode. I think it's torpedo. <laughs> You are correct. It is not called a torpedo. All right. uh, You're on a roll. You got one in a row. One. One in a row. All right. Question number four. Number four. You having fun, guy? Yes. So much. On the syndicated television masterpiece, Small Wonder, season four, episode 85. (laughs) Why were Vicky, the girl robot, and her brother Jamie arrested? Were they arrested for breaking and entering, loitering, prostitution and solicitation, or vandalism? I know Guy's a big fan of Small Wonder. Well, I'm, I, unfortunately, I don't recall this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm going to use the old SAT thing here. I'm going to throw out the first and last one. I don't think it's prostitution. <laughs> that that so, would be a really dark episode. <laughs> I'm going to go with B, loitering. Loitering is incorrect. Oh, man. It was vandalism. Oh, jeez. 
they uh they they went by a store and they got some spray paint and they got in trouble. Awesome. And they got to be scared straight overnight in jail. Nice. All right, guy, your last question. Why not? Neil's going to give it to you because he loves the subject matter as well. So Neil. Right. So, guy, I, I've heard, I heard you're a big Bruce Springsteen fan. Oh, absolutely, love, love, love the boss. And I was like, say, so Scott asked me to come up with a, with a Bruce, Bruce trivia question. Here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. All of the following bands are bands that Bruce Springsteen was in prior to the E Street Band, except okay. for one. Okay. Is it Doctor Zoom and the Sonic Boom? Mm-hmm. Bo Crumpus, Steel Mill, or the Castiles? It is B. B nice. is. Correct. Way to go, guy. Wow. Yeah, so, I, I know about Doctor Zoom. I know about the Castiles, and I know about Steel Mill. So you said one. I had no idea who they were. So well, I, the other one that other one was, I think was the, well, according to what, what I looked at, it was the Bruce Springsteen band. So I thought you, I figured you'd get that one. Yeah. All right, guy. You got um, two out of five. So if you're playing for the Orioles, you're batting four hundred. You're a superstar. Thank you. All right, guy. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming. I hope you had fun. This was great, man. This is, this is great. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate yeah. it. All right, All right. Thank you, sir. See you. Bye, guy. Have a good day. Bye now. All right. So thanks again for Guy for being on. That was fantastic, man. What did you think of his breaking down the 1983 <laughs> World Series there? I, 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 felt, I felt it was the Mad Dog Russo on uh, Sports Talk Radio, man. It was great, man. Breaking down. And... and that is why you want him on your trivia team, because uh-huh. when it's in that ballpark uh-huh. for him, he's going to break it down, uh-huh. and you're going to get a good logical guess at the end. A guess is it right? Even, <laughs> even though multiple guess, I mean, two out of five. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, you know, and he's bad, I mean, and, and he's your cleanup hitter. <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> I, I may have to revisit that. You know, talk to the manager, yeah. see what happens. It was fun. Thanks, you guys, for joining us. Oh, boy. That was cool. I think we have some time. Oh, no. We don't have time, do oh, we? What, for the climate change? Uh, oh, my gosh. We are way oh, over. Oh, we are over. Well, oh, it was fun. Though. Yeah, what a blast. Thank you for listening to the LC Bombers podcast. Please share the Listen. link, download, and listen. Spread the word. We're on Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us your feedbacks and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.